Mike and Mike at night. Our news, our business. If you're here at nighttime, then you're here at the right time. You guys know that already, though, don't you? I bet, you know what? I bet most of you guys can give us our intro. So let's try it one more time. Mike and Mike at night. Our news, our business. If you're here at nighttime, then you're here at the right time. We're all about that love, support, and protect. Always. Hey, how you guys doing today? Appreciate you guys for joining us today. Thank you for enjoying another wonderful day in Denver, Colorado, and another wonderful day on the Mike and Mike at Night show. No, we missed you guys last night. It was a Wednesday and we were not here. So to our faithful viewers, followers, and subscribers, we do apologize for that. But you know what? We have to make sure we give you good product. So we're making sure that we have a good, solid show planned for you every time we get on camera and get on video with you guys. No doubt. So we appreciate you guys. If you don't mind, to please tag and share the video. And if you're eating, please allow someone else to eat as well and share the wonderful news that we have. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Uh, share the wonderful news that you hear on our show. Um, I'm glad we're getting on a little later today because we've given you all a chance to get in here and uh, you might just be getting off work. You might just, you know, have some things to do today. It was a beautiful today, day today. So we know you guys were out and probably kind of busy. So want to give you a little bit of time before you jumped in here with us. But we thank you for being here. We appreciate you all and the love, the support, and the protect will continue to go on as long as you all continue to share with us. And we thank you for being here. Once again, we appreciate you. No doubt. Anything you want to say today, brother? Oh, no, I'm good, man. Okay. Just let the people go on and get up in here. Okay, so you guys saw the uh, title of the show today, which is, We Are Discussing how social media is impacting our youth and more importantly our 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 black youth because i know this is uh uh this is very important in our community we're doing great indian thank you um this is very important in our community uh to make sure that we are controlling the narratives that are being placed there uh, about who we are as a people and also how platforms. So uh, let's get in here and speak as a family like we always do. Always. We always talk as a family. We try not to fight or, or uh, let me turn this down. You're going a little too hard today. Um, we try not to, what we won't do, I'm not going to say try not to, but what we won't do is bash other black people or uh, the efforts of black Americans on this platform. This is not where we do that at. And uh, this is a platform where we hold the black woman, the nurturer, the protector, the guider, and for the most part, and for the past few decades, who has been raising most of our children and, and um, very instrumental in our community. So we try to hold the black woman on this show in very high, high regards as well. Not meaning that we don't hold ourselves responsible, but we hold each other in very high regards and we give that love, support, and protect that we are famously now known for. known for. Absolutely. So let me give you all just a couple of updates in case you are not aware. Um, this first update I'm going to give you, I think, deserves some celebrating. So we all know what happened to uh, Jasmine Adams last week, the 70-year-old black girl from Chicago who was gunned down. Well, 
the second suspect has been arrested and is now being charged with felony murder and felony attempted murder. So that's two down and one to go, I say. So that's a good thing. And another thing I want to add, uh, while we're on the subject of uh, Jocelyn Adams, um, so I know that there's going to be barbecues in Chicago when they get this third su suspect. I know that there's going to be marches. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I know that black people are about to be celebrating that these three thugs who took the life of this seven-year-old girl for no apparent reason other than beef with her father is going to be arrested also. So when that day does happen, um, I want to see Black Lives Matter and I want to see all other black people celebrating that day. And that's one of the type of ways that we can hold each other accountable. When we have small victories like that within the community, then it should be celebrated. As we know in Chicago, only 44% of all murders get solved in uh, any given year. So they're definitely on the right track for that. And Do you I have any words for that? And I appreciate my brother for sharing those statistics with us, those facts about our community and, and how uh, uh, these the actions of some uh, foul players in our community affect us. So I do thank you for that and for always bringing um, those statistical numbers here so that uh, we can we can uh, look at the true and the real hard facts. And it's not just a lot of opinion. Right. Um, opinion is good and we should share our views on things. But sometimes we need statistical data to back up what our opinions are or our views on things. Absolutely. So um, hopefully these black men who have decided to go against our community and try to deteriorate, deteriorate our community from the inside um, will be held responsible for these actions. Absolutely. So let's go for that. Okay. In other news, the Biden administration has announced that it intends to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. One study suggests that 70% of all cigarettes are consumed by black people. Now, they're unwilling or indifferent to give us reparations. They won't sign executive orders to protect us. Now they want to take away our menthols and our fruit-flavored Rillos. The absurdity of that. Now, we all know that there are health uh, benefits to quitting smoking when especially it affects our community disproportionately, but we already have to endure enough as black people here in America. Now they want to take that one little piece of joy from us. I mean, I haven't is heard about them. Is it joy, brother? Let me keep going, brother. Okay. I haven't heard about them banning Marlboros or Camels or Paul Malls, right? And this could also create a, a, a black market, which uh, they could charge an exorbitant amount of money, which could also lead to other issues in the black community. Now, while I may be joking about uh, the joys that the cigarettes and stuff do bring, but it does just add another obstacle. Um, and it started from the executive White House that will affect us disproportionately. Uh, we all know that they like to uh, charge black people for petty crimes and things of that, things of that nature. So under this, um, they would basically be criminalizing having menthol cigarettes or flavored cigars. Now, we know that they're not going to stop producing them, and they will make their way into our communities. But now we now we have a chance of uh, violence being committed behind it. We have chances of, uh, of going to jail behind it. Uh, and we talk about menthols, but they don't talk about Marlboro's, Camels, or Paul Malls. And that's all I have for that. What do you all think about them doing that? You know what? If anything, even if they do it by accident, if anything that they can do to help produce or or or, or uh, promote, excuse me, the 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 healthy living of of black people, um, I'm all for it. Even if it's by accident, 
menthol cigarettes have probably killed more black people than the Crips and the blood. So therefore, um, mm-hmm. it is an enemy of the community. It is, but black people, I'm just letting you know that you may have a hard time and listen, just because it's not available doesn't mean that the cravings will stop. It's not going to mean that we're going to stop as a people. Now, will it slow us down? They also estimate, the FDA does, that this would make 230,000 black people actually quit smoking. So that's actually a good thing. But my more bigger concern is that why do they uh, go out of their way to create issues that when they know we will be the only ones affected by that? Well, uh, and, and that may, in fact, in I mean, I believe that that is, is the case, and that may be, be uh, true. Um, however, uh, like I say again, if it's an enemy of our community, then it's an enemy of us, and we are here to love, support, and protect. So if we can do that through uh, the elimination of, of, of uh, much-needed reform in the way of drugs and alcohol, then I'm all for it. I know that some people will be upset if you... Vanessa, all of our people that get in here and, and, and spend a little bit of time for us, we thank you guys for that. Absolutely. And once again, we do appreciate all the time that you all spend with us because it's an important aspect of our lives. It is helping to build our, uh, uh, our community internally. And I feel like you guys should even treat yourselves when you sit and listen to one of our episodes because not only do you learn something, but you are helping out our community internally. So we thank you for that. Absolutely. And all of your comments that you leave, uh, you know, most of them are just genius. It all adds uh, nice uh, gravy to the discussions that we have here in the Mike and Mike at Night show. So we just want you all to know that we greatly appreciate that. Okay, so let's go. Uh, let's get started. Uh, let's just start. Uh, Harold had dropped a comment in here, and I want to make sure that I get to all of you all's comments. If I don't get to your comment, it's not because I... I didn't think that it was important, but we do have a show to do, so we have to continue the conversation as we get to some of the comments. But if you make sure that you are a piece of this uh, conversation, if you are a piece of what we do here, there um, definitely there will be some comments that you that uh, that you put in here that we we listen to and that we talk about, right. and that's what we're here for. So uh, Harold says, blessings on any progress of love in our community. However, you need to regard the facts of the situation. These are gangster incidents with gangster politics. The children are byproducts of the businesses. We need to discuss the unpack that first. Okay, unpack that. Okay. Um, Harold, I guess I think he's talking about in uh, 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 Sabrina. We're glad that you caught us again one more time. We, we're glad we've been missing you. But we appreciate you being here. Um, uh, Harold says makes another comment. He says cigarettes are eight dollars a pack, and Marlboro makes menthol too. How about we slow the cancer and save some money? Uh, most definitely. And I do get that. My brother's public service announcement was much needed. And uh, if you guys ate there, then definitely share that with someone who needs to, to hear that. 
Uh, I heard Vanessa, she actually posted this, so I ain't throwing her business out there in the street, but she just gave up smoking. God bless you, Vanessa, and, and hey, and all the love, support, and protect to you for that, and we appreciate that. If you could take any more money out of their pockets, please do so, you all. Congratulations, Vanessa. Um, let's get to this topic, though. Is social media raising our children? Is social media raising our children? Um, I have been in rooms with teenagers, with a lot of our youngsters right now, and it is hard for us to even interact in this day and age because of these cell phones and because of all of the time that they spend on these cell phones uh, looking at TikTok, looking at uh, uh, World Star, whatever happened, hip hop, Instagram, YouTube. And it's like we have a disconnect within the home because our homes have been infiltrated with this social media, uh, with, 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 with this social media, uh, 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 how can I say it, generation. This generation right now is being driven almost by social media. If you've ever been spent any time around youngsters, and when I say youngsters, I mean people under the age of 24, 25, it's almost as though... You can't even have a conversation with them because they are glued to their phones. The phones play such a high have such a high place in the lives of these children that I have even considered uh, uh, kind of adjusting my level of punishment when it comes to the phone because you know how much it means to these children. Right. You take their phone from them, it's almost like an insult. It's a status thing. If they're not able to check in with certain friends, they have problems with that. And I mean deep-seated problems, like big issues. Taking a phone from a youngster in this day and age is 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 almost like you just asking them to donate their right kidney. Marcus Ford, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you for being on the show, showing that love, support, and protect that you always do. Um, and, and, and long time no talk to you. We haven't seen you in a while, Marcus. We appreciate you. Vanessa, Thank you for joining us as well. Jock, you're back in here, Jock. So we do appreciate you for being here. We're coming up and we sit around with our grandparents and it was dinner time. Mm to sit up and enjoy their dinner and have a meaningful conversation with table now. And I think that we as black people that uh, we're not going to stop them completely, of course not, but there needs to be some regulations and some type of limitations to when the social media is used now. And if, if all your homework is done and all your chores is done and, and, you, and you've been to work that day or what, whatever it is you did that was a positive thing and you want to get on social media and check out with your people, I understand all that, but there's a time and place for everything. And the time just seems like it's always time. Well, let's just say this real quick. Um, I, I get, and, and bro, let's just bring it up to, 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 to let's just bring it up to 2021. That whole, if your chores are done, <laughs> Bro, come on, man. I mean, 
With I, these I, kids ain't growing up in the eighties. Most of have, them don't have chores. If you don't have control over your eight, nine, or ten year old, then something's wrong there anyway. You it, absolutely should have the ability to make sure that they're only using them platforms when, like I said, it's a time and place for everything, and you should have control over that. And, and I believe that you should as well. However, when we're talking about, when I say youngsters, and the youngsters that I'm really focused on is not necessarily our seven, eight, nine-year-olds, because most of them don't have cell phones. Those Most of them aren't using cell phones. I say for the Are most sure? part, okay. seven-year-olds, if your seven or eight-year-old has a cell phone, I believe so as well. However, what I'm saying is this, is when it comes to what, the, I, what I'm looking more at is the high school age and 14 and above. And most of these kids are the ones that are most active uh, on social media and are most affected by social, social media. The children under the age of 14 generally are still into children or, or childlike uh, venues. You know, they have their favorite cartoons and things like that. Once you get 13, 14, you're starting to get more into clothes. You're starting to get more into the opposite sex. All of those things come after high school. Um, and, and you generally don't see that with, with the younger generation, especially elementary school. You generally don't see that. But um, this is a progressive nation that we live in right now. So you will see that for the most part, but the users I, are getting younger and younger when their the minds user, are most vulnerable. The users are getting younger and younger. However, I, I just don't think that it's good practice for children unless they're using a, a, a cell phone to to contact their parents because maybe they get out of school at a certain time or but seven and eight year olds. Or if they're using it for a platform, you know, to do their homework because there's a lot of information, positive information, real information that's available on there if they just seeked it out. Or, uh, I don't know, I'd give them a personal computer, especially if they're seven or nine. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily think they need a cell phone unless they're trying to contact you to pick them up from school or something like that. But anyway, so um, when we're talking about the, the, the young people, we're talking about your 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds. Those are the ones that can't seem to stay off of their cell phones. Now, when you're, and I know a lot of us have our, our um, you know, Thanksgiving Day dinners and and in our family functions, you will see these children uh, somewhere uh, isolated in a room on this cell phone. And um, the, the time that they spend in between interacting with people in that cell phone at times may be anywhere from four to ten minutes before they're back on that phone seeing who's called, seeing who's posted this. They're also sharing it. I told my, I have to tell my kids sometime, I don't want to see nothing from TikTok. I've told them that. I don't want to see no pranks on dad. I don't want to see none of that because I know how this stuff takes away from our personal time and takes away from the education that I'm trying to give you as a father. Let me get to some of these comments real quick. Uh, Harold, uh, Harold Hines says, I tether my children's phone to their behavior. You can't choose between, uh, you can't choose when to parent. They are not your friends. They are the future and your children. You are not, you are here to lead, not just coexist. Sabrina Kavanaugh, the infiltration predates social media. Previous generations convo was asking if TV was raising our kids. The truth mm -hmm. is, yes, it is. Same way school, community, family is. Uh, it's a part of normative brain development to want to push away from parents and gravitate to peers, other intimate relationships. And that's also how gang violence uh, came into our community 
and uh, took a chokehold of a lot of our young black men. I agree. It promotes antisocial behavior. It does promote antisocial behavior. But let's move further into this com conversation about is social media raising our children. Let's move further into this. Now, uh, we have, have heard this new term about cyberbullying. Let's look at some of the effects that social media in particular, because when we talk about these cell phones with the kids, we can almost use social media inter interchangeably with that term because most of them aren't using these cell phones just to text or to make calls. Most young people don't make phone calls anyway. They stay on text messaging. So when we talk about uh, uh, cell phone usage, what we're really, if we pinpoint it and get deeper into the, the real issue with the cell phones, it's social media and social media platforms. Now, um, you have some numbers on the most uh, used social media platforms that we have right now. And this should uh, come as uh, a surprise to no one. 90% uh, of kids between the ages of 13 and 17 use social media. Well, while I was researching that, I found out something that I found very interesting. And you all can chime in and tell me what you think about this. So lower income teens are twice as likely twice as likely when we talk about lower income we're talking about thirty thousand dollars or less within the home they are twice as likely to use social media platforms than higher income children and why is that why do you think that our lower income youth a lot i'm sure our, our urban youth are using social media more so at twice the rate twice the rate as our uh 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 more more affluent, affluent counterparts. counterparts exactly why do you think that is do you have a do you have a reason or do you have an idea as to why you think that phenomenon that phenomenon exists within the community well i think we have to look at the fact that there usually aren't two parents in the household i think that that definitely plays a a, a factor and when you just have one parent then um then there's less attention to be paid to if I, if I have to pay attention to my mom and dad as opposed to just my mom having to raise my